What's up, numbers and patrons? Welcome to our Patreon exclusive podcast where we're talking about Titans Season 2, Episode 2, titled Rose. T E E N T I T A N S. Teen Titans. Let's go. Different show. I'm Adam Lavic. Obviously, you know who I am. I'm here with Hector Navarro. Augustine. Augustine, our buddy. not be here tonight. But here's the thing we have a wonderful guest. Who's our guest? We do. We have an incredible guest. Someone who loves to talk superheroes, loves to talk TV and movies. Our good buddy, Matt Acevedo, is here. Hey, guys. It's really nice to be here. Thank you for filling in for our buddy. Thank you for being here. I'm excited because, like I was saying, before we started rolling, mm-hmm. the whole idea behind the potentiality of this podcast and the future is mm-hmm. that we could bring our friends, we could yeah. bring our buddies, we could bring people that are in our lives who we love and respect and we want to talk about the stuff with and who watch TV that we don't watch. Yeah. Yeah. And to kind of to tackle a broader you know, range of, of TV shows and, and uh, talking about that level of commitment. So Matt, I know you're a big TV guy. You watch yeah. a lot of shows. You're always recommending shows to me. But again, this is a little tease of like what's the potentiality of exploring the hyper heroes sort of family along with we're really hoping I'm pretty sure that Augustine's gonna be back next week and the plan is for me Adam and Augie to tackle uh, uh, myself Hector Adam and Augie to tackle Titans but going forward it's like we want to assign maybe different shows Mm -hmm. to different like different combinations of us maybe it'll be like maybe the three of us could tackle like a cartoon show oh yeah maybe maybe Augustine uh, Adam and Matt could do like uh, um, uh, an animated show something whatever whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. those are the same thing cartoon and <laughs> yeah. anime but you it's know okay, what I mean. you've had a long day <laughs> i've had a long week uh but i'm really excited to talk about this episode and mm-hmm. really excited that matt's here so thank you again dude it's my pleasure i'm really stoked to be here and uh i'm i haven't got a chance to talk about titans with anyone so really yeah not, yeah. yeah no one no one like outside of this bubble you have hyper like sure you know, yeah talks about it so. yeah i feel like it's uh and it's kind of taking me a while to get into a lot of these like dc things mm-hmm. these shows but dc universe was like i felt like the perfect way I really loved watching Arrow and Flash and, and Legends and all that sort of stuff, but it took time and a kind of a commitment because I always talk about, and I know the internet probably gets mad about this, but I always say those shows are too long. Yes. Too yes. many episodes. Yeah. Seasons are too long. Yeah, the seasons yeah. are too long. Yeah. And the thing that was exciting about us talking about doing this whole thing and bringing on people like you and, and everybody else is like, because these seasons are shorter, I'm a lot more enthusiastic about committing mm-hmm. to watching them and talking yes. about them. Yes. Yeah, man. And, you know, like Zach, Zach and Malika, they watch a lot of stuff too. And so, yeah, I totally understand. There's a lot of people who, even just like DC Universe itself, there's not, I don't know what the count is. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like there's as many people on that service like mm-hmm. there are with other services. It, I think it's definitely more niche. Yeah, yeah, it is. Netflix is Netflix, Amazon Prime, right. uh, you know, Hulu. Those are different yeah, animals. People have, people have DC Universe, they're... DC fans, Absolutely. superhero fans. Absolutely. You want I mean, that. that. You want the cream in the crop. You know. Yeah. You want. You want to read all the old backlog of comics and yes. see all the old cartoons and stuff. I know. But this yeah. isn't a commercial for DC Universe. <laughs> this is they're not talking, sponsoring us. This is they us should. talking about that. Not yet. They probably won't. But no, this is us not. talking about uh, about Titans, and it's yeah. really interesting because this is the first time one of their original shows has come back for a second season. Right. Yeah. If we're not counting comparing like the new Young Justice to sure. the old Young Justice, yeah. the Cartoon Network stuff, but. Um, 
Um, this is episode two. Mm-hmm. I've already been seeing and hearing some rumblings on the internet of people going, this really feels like a episode one of a new season. 100%. You know, yeah, especially when we, 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 like we were talking last week with Augustine, the way that the premiere for this season sh- shook out was that it, 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 you could co- sort of tell and we knew that they took a lot of the season finale yeah. and sort of Frankenstein it into a, well, we have a really good idea for like, the, the direction moving forward and we can tie that into mm-hmm. which gave them a cliffhanger for season right. one and that's, I think that's exactly what it was man yes. it was just like you know they were it's a new platform new series new like IP basically and they're like how do we get people to come back well it's not finished the season it's a, yeah. it's a weird move but I, I can yeah. see why they did it yeah. you know and, and listen in the long run just like when a comic book is finally out with like a story arc and then they put it into a paperback you're yeah. not going to remember the delay right you know right. people go back now and they start watching Titans like they're going to burn through season one and yeah. then that last episode is just going to feel like oh, okay we're just moving into the next you know right yeah. so i want to hear from y'all overall how did you like this episode comparing to the first episode of this season mm-hmm. and just to sort of like sum up it, it it's called rose mm-hmm. we get the introduction to we learn as deathstroke's daughter yes. rose yep. you have this thing happening with the, the like the sort of side quest is uh wonder girl donna troy and uh cory mm-hmm. yeah. starfire they're doing their own thing they're trying to take down the supervillain shimmer shimmer shimmer, shimmer. Yeah. A classic teen titans comic book character <laughs> yeah. which mm-hmm. is great and then cory gets kidnapped mm-hmm. yeah. and then on the other side we have some stuff happening with beast boy and raven but it's just kind of i feel like seed planting Yes, and then like same with Jason Todd, sort of seed yes. planting with what their inter inter like dynamic is with mm-hmm. those with that team. But Hawk and Dove, yeah, man, is like they're going full Breaking Bad. Like yeah. she busts yeah. up a meth lab yeah. while telling Hank earlier, "Hey, yeah. are you going to be okay?" He's like, "Don't worry about me, babe. We're good. I smell like a horse. We're fine." <laughs> but she secretly was like, "Yeah, I know. I'm, 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 I'm fine too." I'm fine but too. she couldn't yeah. get out of the lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. and all it's of her that. Drug. All, exactly. Mm-hmm. All of that wrapped up with the introduction to another major player, potentially, mm-hmm. Dr. Light. Yes. yes. Who is all Who's over this episode. All over this episode, yeah. even though he's in one scene. Yeah. And then one of the kids that Hank and, and Don were helping, like, blew up because of Dr. Yeah. Light. So then at the end of their storyline, it's like, you know, Dick Grayson was like, you got to come to San Francisco. Yeah. And that's kind of where everything, and then his car blew up again, mm-hmm. probably because of Dr. Light. Yeah. So, so that's everything that's happening. Still no Superboy, still no, no crypto, no. but we're, and, but we're and also on top yeah. of that, every, all of this has had now happened three months after the finale. Really? Yeah. yeah. I forgot. There's Did a title card months? at the beginning. Yes. This is three months oh later. Oh my yeah. gosh. I've seen this episode twice and I didn't catch that. <laughs> Dang it. Well, for, I, dude, that was like, I mean, you spent all your time developing the best synopsis. That yeah. was beautifully oh, well yeah, said. Absolutely. Well, I literally just watched it, rewatched it and then came over. Also, yeah. I, like to be completely fair, there are so many title cards telling you San Francisco, Chicago, sure. yeah, Wyoming, sure. blah, 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 San yeah. Quentin. So I would totally understand if you were like, oh, there was a three months later. I just didn't notice it on top of the, the other, other 12 locations yes, that we yeah. went to. A lot of locations. It's yeah. a very international, well, inter, I guess, country show. Sure. Mm-hmm. Interstate, yeah. state, <laughs> interstate show. But um, just give me guys your overall thoughts. I feel like here's where I'm at. Here's my quick overall thoughts i enjoyed this episode fine yeah and it and it feels as though that they're really like restructuring and figuring out what the tone of the show is going to be based on what it was from season one season Mm -hmm. one felt very like oh we got to push it we got to push it we got to push it and it's like well you're moving further away from maybe what i know me as a fan was expecting from this type of show uh i'll just be frank this feels like it is a live action uh lower budget and by that i mean like less costumes and superpowers version of the new Teen Titans like Marv Wolfman comic book from the 80s it feels like that but it feels more edgy than a CW show for sure not Mm -hmm. as edgy as a Netflix Daredevil 
Defenders show yeah. Yeah. in terms of violence. It's like stuff. trying to right. cross it's, that it, it line. Feels as, it feels as though it's right in the middle. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's probably because, and I love it for this, a lot of the DC comics it is pulling from, especially from that 80s era, mm-hmm. it has a lot of built-in corniness yeah. and yeah. classic superhero goodness that you would have to really redo to get mm-hmm. to like a hard R. So they're, yeah. they're, I think to me, they're right in the middle. Mm-hmm. So I like this episode fine. I think I liked it more than episode one of this season. I did too. Because it just feels more like like um, thought out and mm-hmm. kind of like, okay, here's what we know what the direction is. It doesn't I, feel as like, like Frankenstein. Yeah, and I love that everyone's kind of finally settling into their kind of roles. You know, yeah. I feel like it took so long for Dick Grayson to really take the mantle that he was supposed to. And I, I gotta say, like this show in general though, I, I love this Dick Grayson. I think he's so yes. good. I think he's so, good. I thought so you were gonna good. say, I love this show and I was gonna be like, I'm surprised. But oh, then yeah. you said, I love this Dick Grayson. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, yeah. me too, actually. <laughs> yeah, Other than, fuck Batman from season right. one. But that was like such a weird, like, yeah. it's like, look how gritty we are for the teaser. You right. Know? Like, it's, right. Yeah. But it, then I didn't really see that anywhere else. I, I think he's a, such a, a great portrayal of that character, you yeah. know, and he's kind of keeping, he kind of kept me invested uh, throughout season one, you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, but I like him taking the reins, you know, kind of being that team leader finally. Uh, you know, I, I, I like that this is kind of like a Titans point two point oh mm-hmm. in general. Mm-hmm. That's like, oh, we've already tried this, you know, and, and now he's going to take up the mantle of Nightwing. It's like, oh, you're not going to be, I'm, like when he told Jason, uh, you know, you're Robin, I'm going to be something else. He's like, what are you going to mm-hmm. be? He's like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, we're, I know. we're like screaming, Nightwing. Yeah. <laughs> Pick the name Nightwing. <laughs> yeah. But I, yeah. I, I think he is just fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see how he he continues to you know take that mantle mm-hmm. doing real great. talk real talk before we so so oh, just overall just your your thoughts on this episode overall you say are positive i i actually really enjoyed it great. um you know i it seemed like we were planting a lot of seeds for the season right. um it felt a little more I don't know. It just felt a little more natural because I think what my problem with the CW shows is that it's more Monster of the Week. Um, yeah. And, you know, there's one bad guy that, like, oh, we're almost going to get him, but we won't get him until the end. But this one, they're planting, like, I think there was, what, three or four little villains that they planted yeah. in yeah. It's, and it's, we're going to follow. It's establishing a, a Potentially universe. Rose, but, yeah. like, Deathstroke. Right. Dr. Light. Uh, Shimmer. Shimmer. And then uh, all the... Um, Corey's uh, Starfire's yeah. like, yes. like yeah. alien Tamarins race. Tamarins or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Tamarins. Tamarins. Yeah. yeah. So just a quick sidebar. Brenton Thwaites as Dick Grayson. I also super enjoy him. I think it's fantastic casting. And I think he is kind of similar to like the dude who's on Crypt- Krypton, the mm-hmm. show. Cameron the Cuff. guy, Cameron Cuff. Like, I feel like he really embodies uh, the, the, and especially these two episodes of this Dick Grayson who feels very like, I know exactly kind of who I am. Yeah. Yeah. And if I'm figuring it out, it's, it's, it's again, it's like, well, what's my superhero identity going to be versus like season one when he's killing dudes and then killing dudes and then like not killing dudes. I'm like, what like, where, where, where's your line, where's your line man? Yeah. What's happening? And yeah. this feels, uh, this almost feels as though they're kind of ignoring some of those like plot points of season one for sure whereas again the casting of bruce wayne doesn't do it for me but i appreciated that that scene was in it and Mm -hmm. i and for the second time i watched it i was really paying attention to like the script and what bruce was saying and i'm like i think it's great i think the the things that he's saying are great when dick is talking asking him about how everything went down he goes would you do it the same he goes i would do everything exactly the same you know like you're human bruce wayne he's like more or less like these things are like that's very batman Batman but i hit the casting i thought was a little strange yeah Yeah. i mean i guess we're just stuck with it guys (laughs) yeah this is what we got i I mean i to be honest, I think he'd, he'd probably be cool as, uh, you know, uh, Batman Beyond mm. Bruce Wayne. That's what I'm yeah. saying. You know, this like, he's returns. a little too old to be this, like, this, this, yeah. is, this is how This is how, you guys have to describe this for the podcast. Yeah. But this is how quick he picked up the phone that was ringing. 
<laughs> so Hector is slowly moving his hand. He just got to the phone. He just moved it to his other hand. He just pre- and you know, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like guys, if you've seen again. if you've seen Zootopia and you understand the sequence of the sloth, that's uh, that's that's what At just happened. DMV. Did anyone else think that was Alfred at first? Yes. Everyone. Wait, that's what we Zach, said. Zach was like, "Oh, it's Alfred." I'm like, "No, man, it's Bruce." He's we like, were like, "I think you're wrong." Oh, I'm like, "Oh cool, boy, what a cool like cool badass Alfred from yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah. This is great." <laughs> and then and then he like grabs the side of the couch to sit uh, down in the first episode. You're like, "Are you gonna be okay, sir?" This is not the Ninja Batman. Yeah. This is the yeah. this is this almost. Like, season one finale of I'm gonna no, murder everyone, no. Batman. Yeah. This, yeah, I'm like, what nightmare were you having, Dick Grayson? That was not the Bruce. <laughs> was Wayne your nightmare you know. that Batman right. all of a sudden became fast? Seriously, were you having a nightmare like did Scarecrow gas you? Where you're like, oh, he's a demon now. He's a demon. He's got powers oh because this Batman feels like a if if the Adam West show went into season eight. Yeah. This is <laughs> this would be, this it. be that person. Hello, Commissioner. It's me, Batman. Yes, I'm on my way. Like, yeah, the sort of like like did like solves a crime. Yeah. from his Batcave, yeah. you know, type yeah. of thing. Like, hmm, I guess I gotta good, go. Good job, Robin. Robin, let's hmm. head to the Batmobile. Yeah. That guy, I'm like, because this dude is not a ninja. No. This is no, this, no that way. Adam West had no ninja training. This is that Batman. Yeah. I do think the, I do agree that the dialogue was good though. Yeah, I do like that conversation. So, yeah. Adam, overall thoughts on this app? Overall thoughts, I, I... You said you had a lot to say. I did. I do. Um, overall, I liked this episode a lot. To me, I feel like this naturally would have just been better suited as the first episode of season two. <sighs> yeah. Because I mm-hmm. think... Mm-hmm. The last episode definitely plays like a season finale with 20 minutes of epilogues mm-hmm. of just like scene to scene to scene to scene. Mm-hmm. This, the second it starts and it establishes itself... And it starts setting things up. I'm like, this feels very much like a season premiere of setups. And it feels odd and kind of doesn't seem to really fit, you know, as a, as a second episode of a season. Right. Of a new season, I should say. Right. And Dr. Light, I like the setup of that. To me, it seems a little weird that D- D- Dr. Light busts out of San Quentin, which is near San Francisco, mm. goes all the way to Wyoming, mm. then comes back. Well, here's the deal. Let's talk about Dr. Yeah. Light for a second yeah. because I, again, we're watching it for the second time. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? Maybe he's not in Wyoming. Maybe there is because we don't see him other than the prison break. Right. Mm. And the other thing I realized is I'm like, I don't know why I wasn't paying attention as much the first time. Like there's swords and violence and Someone something busts him out of there. happening yeah, in San yeah. Quentin. I'm like, I think that's Deathstroke. I saw the Deathstroke or I was even thinking that's possible. I mean, probably not. It probably is Deathstroke. Sure. I was like, could this be Rose? But why would she I be busting know. out Dr. Light? Yeah. You know well, what I mean? again, in Rose, uh, this is going to be very interesting because Rose could could sort of take the place of like Raven in season one, mm-hmm. where she's this younger female character who Dick is going to take under his wing, yeah. his yeah. night wing. Whoa. Hey. But, it, but she could end up being a character that like, instead of going full evil, the Titans or this mm-hmm. uh, this team of sort of more seasoned crime fighters will give her a choice. That's a very yeah. common thing in in the younger superheroes and young justice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very common for DC characters to, to do that like to you know rose is going to have a choice so maybe mm-hmm. if she, if it was rose she's probably being manipulated by her dad yeah oh, like for that's sure. the whole that's the whole infiltrate point. the titans yeah absolutely i mean that goes back to slade wilson Destro. Slade. slade his like his his <laughs> is that from teen to go to the movies yeah, yeah. so good it's a great scene <laughs> oh i need to rewatch that movie Me dude too. it's so funny dude that's will arnett as yeah. deathstroke he's so good um, but, uh, uh, this feels like it could, like, like it, I think it's Deathstroke. Yeah. I also think that it, I mean, it might be a bit of a stretch, but it could be the scenes where we're at the farmhouse, Hawk and Dove, and then Dick Grayson's car blowing up. Like some bad guy enemy has the means to be able to recreate that. Mm. Yeah. But it's like, why are they doing that? Is, if not just I to, wonder if, like, like does Dr. Light, and I don't know the power set of that character. Yeah. 
Is Dr. Light able to transform himself into literal energy and um, travel? I don't think so. Right? I don't I thought, think so, listen, right? I don't know, but like I think originally Dr. Light had no powers and had a yeah. suit. Had yeah. tech. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then eventually the tech was upgraded because it originally had like a light gun, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. kind of like a Captain Cold where it's yeah. like, or Mr. Freeze where it's like everything in the I just assume you know, it's like manipulating light. Yeah. And, and, and again, I want to talk about Dr. Light because yeah. the scene in the prison I thought was badass. Oh, yeah. yeah. With the tats that looked like, it looked like, that was, really that was good. like circuitry. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I want to bring this up and this is a little bit uh, controversial. Maybe we need a trigger warning. Uh, because I want to talk about a thing that Dr. Light is unfortunately known for in the comics. Mm -hmm. He's from a very, I mean, he's from old school DC history, but he was used in a very controversial and popular and well-known and not popular miniseries called Identity Crisis Mm -hmm. in like 2003. Um, And in that, it was revealed that he is a rapist. And he literally uh, broke into the Justice League Watchtower when it was supposed to be a time of the Justice League where things were a little bit more simple. It was like a flashback to like, remember when the Justice League first started and they just fought bad guys and did this and this and this? And that storyline, Identity Crisis, was meant to like shed light on an earlier era of DC Comics and go, well, there's always kind of been darkness and here's what happened. Dr. Light goes to the Justice League Watchtower. After some heroes escape, one of the characters that was still there was um, uh, the elongated man's wife, Sue Dibney, Ralph Dibney's wife. She was just there because like civilians could be there and Ralph was away and all the heroes were away. And then he attacks her and then rapes her. And then the heroes show up. And because this was supposed to be taking place in an era where like technically it was happening during the comics of like the 50s and 60s, the mm-hmm. Silver Age, mm-hmm. it was again supposed to show like there's always been darkness and things weren't always. And then the fallout of that was that they take Dr. Light, they some of the heroes decided right there in that moment uh, with Zatanna and her powers, kind of like Scarlet Witch, to lobotomize him. Because they're like, he is so dangerous. If we put yeah. him in jail, he's go- and he was like yelling and screaming and going, if you put me in jail, I'm going to tell everybody in jail what I did. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let the bad guys know what I did and what I could do. And they're like, we're going to make this call right now. We're going, to, we're going to lobotomize him. Batman showed up as they were doing it and was like, what the fuck? fuck are you doing mm-hmm. he didn't say the f word but he's like how dare you like he's like you <laughs> cannot that, <laughs> he goes you cannot do that we don't cross that line and then they again with zatanna's power decided and it was characters like green arrow yeah the adam Hawkman, mm-hmm. jeez man i think elongated man and i think barry allen flash um and i even want to say maybe hal hal jordan green lantern all like decided like uh as a little secret thing we're going to erase batman's memory because Batman's the type of person that when he saw this and learned what we did, he would not... It's a, he's like Rorschach. There's yeah. no compromise with Batman. Right. Whether he's right or sometimes wrong, there's no compromise. So they're like, just to make things easier, we're going to erase his memory of, uh, seeing, hi, of him seeing us do this. <clears throat> and we're basically lying to him and telling him that that didn't happen. Yeah. So Identity Crisis taking place in the modern day. We, Sue Dibney's killed. And then the mystery then becomes, well, who killed her? And people think it's Dr. Light. Like he somehow re-remembered. Deathstroke is in the story. I think it's a, I think it's a great story, but I think that the worst thing about the story is that unfortunately, like many, many, many stories that came before and came after, it is centered around violence against women. It is centered around sexual violence against women. It's like the whole like crux of that story. And you're like, oh, man, yet again, another example of that type of story in like a mostly male dominated like world and readership and it's just like a bummer that because so many things in that story I love all the Mm -hmm. things I'm describing about how the characters are reacting to what's happening and the characterizations of certain characters yeah why couldn't the crux of that story be something different something different to still get those same things of Batman learning because he learns he goes wait 
you did lie to me. Like he re-remembers. And then so does Dr. Light. And the character Dr. Light becomes, uh, it was also their attempt to retroactively explain how Dr. Light was at first a Justice League villain. And then all of a sudden he just started continuing to fight the Titans. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, okay, we're, we're explaining this by saying after he was lobotomized, he became way less of a threat. That the Justice League allowed their teen sidekick team to like continue to take him out. And the Titans were like, yeah, we did it. We did it again. We took down Dr. Light. And meanwhile, certain members of the Justice League were like, yeah, he's really, he's really tough to beat. When really they were like, right. we know what we did sort yeah. of a thing. So oh. all of this to say, Dr. Light comes with a lot of baggage. Will they do this in the show? I hope not. I don't know. Maybe elements of it. Maybe, you know, like you're saying, there could be other things that could happen that could still, you could still get to the same story places. Mm -hmm. But even just the way that they showed his powers, where he was taking light from people, I was like, this feels um, like an invasion. This yeah. feels like icky. Will he, will he, like, if, it made me feel like, ugh, when he was like, like literally taking the light from this human. And I'm like, maybe that's what they'll do to, to, to reflect that, side of his personality without actually having to right yeah. Yeah. without having to go there and I and I, you know it's like I don't know what they're gonna do I have no idea but just seeing Dr. Light it made me happy and sad at the same time because I'm like awesome but then I'm also like baggage what are they gonna do what are they gonna do so so knowing that about Dr. Light um I mean, what do you guys think? Like, I don't know. What do you guys think? At least Deathstroke, the big bad. <clears throat> yeah. Is it Dr. Light? What's happening this season? I mean, I, 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 I think it's definitely too early to sort of project and see and say what they're going to do with these villains. But yeah, I think Deathstroke will definitely end up being the big villain. And I think the relationship that he has with Rose and the relationship that yeah. she establishes with the Titans is going to, it's going to be a really big tug of war. And I think he's going to end up using villains like Shimmer and Dr. Light as sort of his like entourage yeah, to, yeah. to battle the Titans. I could see that. And I think by the end of that show, and I mean, I think we're going to see elements of it early on, but eventually, yeah, we're going to see Aqualad, Superboy, mm -hmm. Crypto. They mentioned Roy Harper in the show. They it's very mention, possible yeah. that, yeah, we could get an, an arrow in this series. Um, but I think fairly soon we're going to start to see Hawk Dove. Obviously, they're going to be coming in to the next episode, I would assume. I will say, I do feel like their plot and their sort of like story of them being in Wyoming and, mm -hmm. and interacting with Dr. Light and that being the thing that pulls them back to San Francisco I like the scenes with them, right. though I yeah. felt that like the way that they get pulled back into the story felt really kind of like, well, how do we get Hawk and Dove back in if right. we're like sending them off in their separate right. ways? Well, let's just have Dr. Light interact with them. And like, that's the thing that pulls them in. I'm like, really? We didn't, I don't feel like we needed them back in the third episode. I would have been fine with them kind of doing their own thing and them slowly For a while. falling back into yeah. the trap of being superheroes. Yeah, and, I get that. And, and then just by circumstance, because of, Deathstroke and all the stuff and them having a history with Deathstroke with Robin and Wonder Girl being pulled back into this whole situation now having to deal with all that stuff so I don't know I wasn't crazy about how that sort of whole thing played out I feel like they could have even done that later like yeah. they could have been the mm -hmm. same thing but later because I yeah like I three bought, episodes like, later or something I, I really did I I love the scenes with those two yeah I usually at first I, I I didn't really know much about Hawk and Dove yeah. but I, I think their relationship is just so infectious and I just mm -hmm. want them to be happy for sure uh, you know They've what I mean I wish for them so hard I really yeah. like the dude Alan Richardson who plays Alan Richardson who plays yeah, yeah. dude I think he's great he's so good. And, and awkward yes. even like yes. this, this, this small banter of yeah. between them just yeah. feels very real it's like mm -hmm. in like superhero show it's just really refreshing to see like yeah. they're like you know like do you want me to cook and he's like uh, who like, else is gonna cook I don't know 
yeah. I just felt like yeah. this little banter felt real, and I thought it was yeah. really, I, I just want them to be happy. Yeah, no, but I, I'm, I'm with you. I think it felt, I think it is a little contrived. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, maybe it would have been a bit more natural and organic if, again, they're doing their own thing for a few episodes, yeah. and then it's like episode five, they're back in. Dude, so I honestly think that, in. like, I honestly think that could have been, like, that could have been the tipping point, but we yeah. could have played with them a little more. Yeah. Like, much, yeah. I, I yeah. totally agree. Well, and especially you know? if you're going to sort of build up, like, Deathstroke being the villain and the Titans being overwhelmed by what's happening, mm-hmm. it's great to have Hawk and Dove come in and mm-hmm. then Superboy and then Aqualad and mm-hmm. potentially other characters. I don't know. Um, I did love the scene, though, with Jason and Dick in the training room. It was oh, good. Yeah. That was it was good. good. I, I love seeing those two characters sort of interacting and Dick telling Jason, like, this team respects you. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of respect for you. I don't think you're there when it comes to the training, but I think there's so much potential for you. Yeah. And you're Robin. You mm. need to sort of like step up yep. to the plate. That's the dick And Grayson, become man. Robin. And I to agree. me, I was like, yeah, yes. that's... And especially having that scene with Bruce Wayne in the last episode, that's the beginning of the evolution of Dick Grayson becoming Nightwing. Yes. yes. And I don't know when we'll see him in the suit, but I think... There's something for Dick Grayson to earn, yeah. Yeah. and I think we're going to see that for the upcoming episodes, and that excites yeah. me. And having that scene at the end where he's like, "Yeah, yeah, well, if I'm Robin, then who are you?" Yeah. Well, you know, and him just being, "I, I don't know. I guess we'll find out." Bah, bah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, "Cool, we're gonna." I, I really want Brenton Thwaites as Dick Grayson to earn that. Yeah, because yeah, I think for when sure. we see him as Nightwing, we're it's all going to be, gonna so be like, "Oh my God, finally we yeah. got Nightwing," yeah, and man. it like but, feels but, like but, Nightwing. But really earn it. Like, yeah. Well, don't just have him be it and with the suit next episode. Yeah. Like, I, exactly. I really don't want but that. Don't wait until the very end of the season right. either. I, it, I think it needs to be something where he earns it and then. Like halfway through. The, halfway yeah. through, or maybe even like the first two thirds. Yeah. He's like, what is it? And then it builds up to he puts on the suit and then he, like maybe he gets his ass kicked by Deathstroke mm-hmm. in his yeah. civvies or as Dick Grayson right, or whatever. Right, right. And then as he's suiting up his Nightwing for this sort of like maybe the last two, three episodes, whatever, like you know, conflict with Deathstroke, yeah. that would be badass. I would also, that would be sweet. I also think it'd be really cool to, because I think the big thing that they're going to do this season too, and they talked about a little bit is like, we really want to focus on the relationship of Dick Grayson and Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Yes. I think if like, yeah. as we progress throughout the season, if, you know, Bruce Wayne's not going to have a huge role, but I think at some point for Dick Grayson to go back to Bruce and Bruce, Basically, Bruce saying like, "Well, if you want, I'll take out Deathstroke for you guys." And he mean like, uh, "No, we want to handle this. Like, this yeah. is our thing. Mm-hmm. We started this. We established this problem. We want to deal with it." And then Bruce saying like, "Well, if you if you're gonna do that, you're gonna need a new suit." And basically yeah. giving him oh, like, yeah. "This is you know, this is your yeah. new identity." It, there definitely needs to be. I, I'm also like right now. I'm 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 deep into Young Justice mm-hmm. stuff. I'm listening to this great podcast, Whelm, the Young Justice Files podcast, mm-hmm. and hearing them talk about that show. I'm like, yeah, the the. the Decisions they made on that show really revolved around if you have a show about younger characters, you cannot have the older adult characters make the decisions for them. Right. right. They have to make the choices. <clears throat> they have to make the decisions. And Bruce and Dick yes. talk about that. Yes. And so it could it could very well be that. And the other thing I'm excited about too is Dick Grayson and Jason Todd yeah. is a relationship you don't often get. You don't. No. You no don't way. often get. It's uh, it, the, every time I've really seen it explored. I mean, Jason Todd has been sort of. I, I think it was a good decision. He was written out of Batman the Animated Series world mm-hmm. it went from from dick grayson to tim drake yeah you know and tim had shades of jason but it wasn't really the same sort of thing um excuse me um you don't often get the dick grayson is around while jason todd's alive they form some kind of a friendship brotherhood something i mean they're they're adoptive brothers yeah. basically yeah mm-hmm. and then jason dies and then how does that affect dick you don't often get that yeah. it's always about how batman is affected by it. so it's cool that right. we, we could get this angle of and we like could potentially have yeah. that in the show yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Could be dope. 
Matt, final, final thoughts? I really enjoyed it. I think it planted a lot of seeds for the season, and uh, I can't get enough of this Dick Grayson, man. Yeah, dude, I cannot <laughs> get so enough good. Dirk. Dick. Dick. I what? cannot get uh. enough of this Dick. <laughs> oh, I love this it's Dick. It's night out. Oh, look at that bird's wings. <gasps> Nightwing. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Matt, the best Dick we've ever had. Yeah. I hope uh, I hope it is exactly that. I hope that's what Dick Grayson decides to do. It is, the, <laughs> it is one of the best Dicks I've ever had. Yeah. I mean, I still feel like... The dick that I had when I was 12. In the 90s? In the 90s, 1998. Those, that was decent Batman dick. Adventures. Yeah. Pretty good. It had a mullet, though. That's yeah. the thing. Good hair on that good dick. Hair. Good, good hair, on, good that hair dick. on that dick. Oh, my God. That was great. That was great. But, you know, I mean, listen, but the dick we had live action in the 90s, not great. That was not good dick. Yeah. No. Too Don- perky. Chris O'Donnell dick, not a fan. No. Ooh, you know which one I really like? perky dick. Michael Sarah dick. Really mm. good. Really fun. That brick funny dick? Funny brick dick. The Lego brick dick. <laughs> That Dick Grayson was, I mean, he's the one that said it. He goes, this is for children. So, I, yeah, you yeah. know, that's, that's, that's. What the, better than a brick dick? What better than a brick dick? Uh, dick Grayson's so good. I really enjoyed that dick. Um, and then, of course, the Young Justice dick is another yeah. favorite of yeah. mine. Yeah. Man. That's young. You know what we need to see more of is Brenton Thwaites' butt. That's a thought. Yeah, I mean, we do. It's Nightwing's known for, yeah. you know, maybe it's because he hasn't become Nightwing yet. You think eventually he'll just change his name to Dick Butt? Dick, Dick Butt. butt. Mm-hmm. Mm, Dick good. Grayson is. has a good butt. That's right. Butt. All right, let's finish this. <laughs> uh, overall, I, I would say at the end of it, yeah, it was a good episode. I think it was a little weird for a, for an episode two. There's a lot of elements that I think would have been a good episode one. I think some of the subplot with Hawk and Dove was oddly placed, mm-hmm. but I'm excited to see sort of where this goes and how, we're, how we actually end up in, introducing Deathstroke and his first yes. confrontation with this team. And I also have to say, I love anything with Donna and Corey. Like, they're yeah. both they're of them so, are yeah. so great. They're great. Uh, Anna Diop as Corey. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 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 it is um, Connor God, Leslie. It? Connor Leslie, thank you, as Donna. They're fantastic. And they're, again, more seed planting where yeah. she gets kidnapped. And I'm like, ooh, I can't wait to see what happens there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all good there. Yeah, yeah. Super excited. Yeah. Uh, but guys, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you guys you leave your thoughts about what you thought about episode two, Rose, Titan season two. Tell your friends. Make sure that, that you tell everybody that these are Patreon exclusive podcasts. We want to continue doing them. We want them to continue to grow. And like Hector said in this episode and previous episode, you know, the potential of what we could do bringing on awesome guests like Matt Acevedo back to do oh, more man. shows yes uh, so much good stuff Matt let everybody know where they can find you guys you can find me at the Matt Acevedo and check out our podcast um, Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast on Zeitgeist Network where we randomly pull characters from a bucket and compare them and discuss what makes them a great character not like a strength battle but like talk about what makes them a, a good character and yeah. see who is the best out of that um, and check out our other podcast Hit Points which is our video game podcast uh, with me Emily Rose Jacobson and I am Stuart. The thing I love about your podcast is like it's not an argument about who's the best. It's about being passionate yeah. and really expressing like, well, this is what I love about these characters, and this is how I think they would go toe to toe, which Thanks, is like man. one of my favorite things. Yeah, I, it's I like hate, a celebration of the I characters. hate versus stuff where it's like, well, that character sucks because of this. I like when it's a celebration of stuff. Yes. Yeah, me too, so, man. Yes. Anyways, check out those podcasts and uh, make sure you guys check back next week when we do our new episode of the Titans podcast. Augustine will hopefully be here. Oh, he and we'll will get his thoughts we'll, on episodes we'll, two and three. Exactly. Boom. <laughs> <laughs>